Hello, and welcome to uh, our next episode for Simply Connected. And uh, just like always, I'm, I'm joined today by my colleague, Sandy Hill. Uh, hey, Sandy, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I am, uh, I am good. It is yep. uh, one of the things that, that Sandy and I have talked about and, and wanted to kind of share with you guys is a little bit of the processes that we see uh, on a regular basis, a daily basis, really, um, as uh as sales representatives, as account managers for an AV technology company and integrator um, and what that looks like. And so we wanted to kind of share some of that. I think this is going to be a great discussion. I think there are some really interesting facets. Did I say facet? Facets. Facets. To, <laughs> <laughs> to the way a, an AV integration um, project is designed and goes through the process. So this is fun. Let's get started. Let's so, say, go ahead. So I was so let me ask you, Sandy. So let's just say that there's a, a customer and maybe it's somebody that you, you've worked with before, but not a ton. And they reach out to you and they say, hey, we would like a, a quote for uh, a couple of conference rooms or a, a boardroom or, um, or whatever. What is, what's the first thing that, that you do? Um, so the first thing I would do is kind of talk to them a little bit about it. Tell me about what you want to do in that conference room. You know, what are you, are you wanting wireless sharing? Just kind of get a little bit of an idea over the phone. And then definitely um, the next discussion is, well, why don't I come out so that I can look at your space and kind of talk you through some of the elements that we can put in a conference room. Right. And I think I think you said something kind of cool there is that, you know, figure out what they want in the conference room. And so uh, the term that we often use is needs analysis. And so we anal analyze the, your needs. Like, what do you what is it? What do they want in these rooms? How do they want to use it? Right. And the fact is, is if you call me and say, hey, can you give me a quote for a boardroom or a conference room? There's a thousand different ways we could give you a quote for a conference room. Um, exactly. And and so we ask these questions. Um, and, and whatnot, not just to, to try to pile on solutions or, or equipment or hardware um, to, to increase the cost of a, of a project, but we ask these questions so that we can define exactly what is the, the purpose and the mission of that room for that client. Well, and if you think of any, any industry, when we go to a contractor, let's say for our house, and we are telling them, you know, we would like them to come look at our kitchen. First of all, they, there's a sense of excitement in the fact that they are acquiring something new that they want to use, right? So they have, you know, they're a little bit excited. They want to talk about what they know and what they want to see, just like we would if we were talking to a construction company about coming in and redoing our own personal kitchen. So letting them kind of talk and get that and then definitely meeting them. And how many times do we have people say, Oh, you don't need to come out. I'll just, you know, send you the room dimensions and it's fine. And yeah, what I'll happens? send you I'll send you a couple pictures, right? Yeah. Um, and and that's great. And sometimes, and especially, I mean, shoot, in the last year and a half in in times of COVID, that that was enough. We we used that and we made that work. And actually we've we've kind of 
uh, improved some of those function uh, the, those uh, those skills to be able to you know hey can you take a video of what you're looking for or maybe there's some questions but or um, let's FaceTime or Zoom yeah, you know, while you're and, in the room and and we've we've cleaned it up a little bit to be able to do that but um, there is nothing as good as seeing the space in person and and getting to walk into the room and look around and okay this is how big the front wall is okay that I, I can see that and we begin you know from uh the the creativity side of the of the salesperson kind of begins to come out but we begin to be able to say okay i I could see a display on this wall or maybe what about a video wall over here or you know what this room really is going to need a projector or whatever it may be and we start thinking through those um and and all of that's rolling through our mind as we're asking um more questions um about the functionality of the room and the, go ahead the other element about the visit is also you know there is nothing like face-to-face -face communication i mean when you get to sit down and visit with the project leader from that company, school, whatever, you're, you can really collaborate on it. So yes, seeing the space is ideal and collaborating and talking about what you just said, this is what I think. And then they may say, oh, that's great. Well, maybe we could do this. And it's a collaborative effort. Right. Now the back end of it, which you know comes into design is the piece that we have to take away all the notes from that. Right. You, yeah, you, you'll see some of us walk around maybe with little laser tape measures and we'll, we're getting the, the width and length and the, and the height of the room and we're taking notes on, on the, the room, uh, the wall types, right? Uh, is it a sheetrock wall? Is it, a, uh, is it you know, uh, with metal studs or is it a concrete or cinder block wall? Like what is the wall type? What are we dealing with? And, and the reasons we're asking those questions is it, it that comes into play when we're looking at how we're going to mount and install uh, displays and screens and and uh, and all those types of things and how we're how are we going to be running the cabling um, the 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 ceiling height matters because we need to know you know how high do we need to mount something on the wall or up in the ceiling or you know is it a drop tile ceiling do we have access above can we run cabling or you know uh, is it an open ceiling and do we need to use pendant speakers or instead you know all those types of things are are details that we're looking at and taking notes of while we're on site um, but not just taking note of things that could affect how we design a project or you know mold it but we're also looking for things that could potentially cause problems in the install um and 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 be um cause some risk when it comes to an install um that there's no way we would be able to figure that out without being in the room itself um and so uh, Sandy, i'm gonna put you on the spot can you think of if i if you walk into a room what are some things that you would see um that would be a huge red flag for you that your project managers and designers would you know have a huge red flag that would pop up well yeah exactly so when you sent you when you mentioned uh a drop tile ceiling you know before i did this job i never really thought i thought they were kind of ugly but now i see the importance of them in the the fact that that is how you run cabling a lot of times for from a display to a control panel to you know what what to a rack or wherever you're running cables. The other is floor, you know, floor core, you know, some people have a path under their, you know, their what other hardwoods or whatever. And if they don't, you know, then we've got to discuss having that, whatever that tape is called that goes over that rubber 
mat that goes over the cables. Also, just, um, you know, I, one thing that stuck out to me, we were at a restaurant and there was a panel, like a video panel on a wall and the fire, like the fire flash thing was right to the right. Fire so alarm, also, yeah. Yeah, the fire alarm was right to the right, like literally right next to it, which there's a lot of things, you know, ADA wise that you can't do um, because of, you know, because of those ADA requirements. You know, it has to be 18 inches away from any type of fire alarm alert. Anyway, um, I don't is, know what is else. That what wall am I a is that wall a pathway? And so it can't stick out so far or whatever it may mm -hmm. be. Um, well, and, and one of the things too is within the, the walls, if you're looking at the walls, depending on how high they are, you could potentially have fire breaks um, with the studs that go along. And, and those are horizontal uh, studs that run horizontally for us. And if I go to run cabling through a sheetrock wall and I have a fire break in there, I'm not going to be able to get that cable from the bottom to the top. Um, and I maybe won't know that unless I'm able to get in there and kind of look at some stuff. And there's things that we can look at when we look at the wall and, and we can begin to kind of assess that before we, we run into that issue down the road. Um, one of the other things too that we try to figure out when we're on site, especially if it's a space that we haven't seen before, is what's the parking like? You know, are you a downtown business or a school where, you know, we're going to have people parking two blocks away uh, and, and we've got to figure out, you know, how are our guys going to get equipment to the job site? Um, or are they going to be able to pull right up to the front door and just unload stuff and walk on in? And, you know, are you a second, two or three story building? Do we have elevators that can carry all the equipment or are we going to have to figure out other ways right. to, to get stuff up and down the stairs? Um, you know, what kind of uh, trash facilities do you guys have? If we're, if we're bringing in a ton of displays and we have all these boxes and all this trash, you know, do we need to make sure that we're packing all that stuff back out and bringing it back to our office? Or are we going to be able to 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 um, dispose of it there on on your job site because you have plenty of of uh, trash facilities? I mean, this little things that you might not ever think about are things that we're paying attention to when we're on uh, a site visit and exactly right. taking those kind of notes, because that does all all of that comes into play for us when we're planning and, and proposing a project because you know it, it comes into play for our, our labor time. It comes into play for our project management time, um, and and all of those types of things. Perfect. Okay, one I'm going to jump. I want to jump oh, to the next. Sorry. Well, well, I was going to say what what are what is one question that that you, you know, try to or should ask every single time that you're kind of out on a site visit with clients, but you don't always get the answer or an answer from somebody. What is your budget? There it is. There it is. That's it's, <laughs> they hate it's so that. funny. They hate that question. Everybody hates it. I hate asking it. And I think I prefaced that question a lot of times when I was talking with clients is, hey, I don't want to sound like a used car salesman, but what's your budget for this space? And I and I do that not, you know, to say that, okay, you've got 50000 Our quote's going to come across at $49,999.99. You know, it's, it's because I can take that number back to my team as we begin to sit down and look at the design process and think about everything that is wanted in that room and everything that they want to accomplish in that room. And if I know that the budget's 50,000, it's going to give my design team a jumping off spot on where to start with looking at equipment. Um, because well, there might be equipment that would be phenomenal in that space, but it's going to push us at 100,000. 
you know, right. and you said and earlier, so, you said earlier, you said we as AV, you know, sales reps have access to, I'm not even gonna say thousands, hundreds of thousands of products. You know, we can, you can create a conference room by going and buying really crappy stuff. But if you really want a conference room that works well and has all of the components that gives you the exact elements for a, a great meeting, whether it's you know video conference or not, that is where we come in. So when we look at the vast array of panels, speakers, amps, what we wanna do is make sure that we use the best quality of all the components, but to fit the budget, because you don't want to give them lower quality if they have a little bit of higher budget. And you definitely don't wanna design something that they cannot afford, and then you're back at the drawing table. That's just the way I see it. Right. Well, and because the process of, of giving that first proposal to a client can sometimes take some time, especially when we're having to fully design it from scratch and, and whatnot. And what we don't want is we don't want to give that first proposal to the client after a week and a half or two weeks and then have to start back over because we are way too high or whatever it may be. We can, you know, if we know where to start um, as far as the budget goes, it helps that process go a whole lot better and a whole lot smoother. And so all of these, these questions that we pose while we're on the site visit, all that kind of stuff. So Sandy, when you bring all that stuff back to you, you have pictures, you have some videos, you have measurements of the room, you've talked to the client, you've collaborated with them, and you've, you've come up with some, some really cool ideas for what they want to accomplish with that space. Um, what's your next step? Well, one of the first things I have to do is I have to go back and dedicate some time to sit down and almost write like a story verbiage of everything you know, I've got all these notes, but I need to put it into a complete visual for me to turn it over to one of my design engineers. And, you know, that is the next step to go meet with a design engineer in our company and convey that vision, convey that budget, convey the details, all the things that they want, and um, make sure that they have a very clear picture of what they are getting ready to design. Right. Well, and I think that's the uh, a key piece is that they understand what it is that they are, are going to design. And that's why we have to ask so many questions. That's why we try to get as much information to them um, and as, as we can. But also, I think the thing that they it's always so challenging for us is in the technology world, things are changing all the time. Products are changing, uh, you know, manufacturers are coming out with new solutions. You know, we get calls on a, on a monthly basis from manufacturers that say, hey, we need to show you the new stuff that we've got. Um, you know, that one thing that you guys have been buying for two years, well, guess what? We just, you know, souped it up and it's doing a, 10 times more things, right? I mean, it's, that's the, and so, when we come to the design team, we start talking about here's what they want to do. Um, sometimes it's just black and white, man, this is what we have to quote. This is the solution. We've done it a hundred times. We know that that's going to solve their needs. 
other times we really have to sit there and, and do some, some brainstorming internally and think through things and think about the different manufacturers we bring to the table, think about the different solutions and, and do research and, and the design team, you know, gets on the websites and we'll call our manufacturer reps and, and they're, and they're, they're, uh, engineers and, and ask about the specs of the hardware. And, you know, we kind of go back and forth and think through it and, and finally come up with a solution that when we make that proposal to you um, with a bill of materials, with a statement of work, with a scope of work, that is that story that Sandy was saying that she tries to write down a little bit, that's that statement of work. We try to give that to the client. Our hope is that that price that scope and the bill of materials, all the equipment is going to be the best possible solution for meeting the needs of the client in that space. And that, you know, and, and a whole nother conversation um, and maybe a new pod, another podcast on the road is the, the, the specifications and the ins and outs and the X's and the O's and the bits and the bytes of all the equipment that's on there that the designer has to go and truly make sure is going to work completely. Um, that's a whole nother question, whole nother podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, hopefully all these questions have come through and we provide a, a, a quote that people want. Um, now I'm going to ask you the question that, that it always bothers me, but um, because I can't say that that always happens. Um, so when you provide that quote to people, you know, uh, what happens every once in a while when they, when you, when you send them the email and say, Hey, here's your quote, let us know what, what you think. What do they think sometimes? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, sticker shock sometimes is, is a big deal. Also the way our quoting systems are the details in a quote, you know, having it organized for them where they can they can see the video components and the audio components. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, sticker shock usually is is the main yeah. thing. Well, I think that would I think that's really where I was going is like they look at it and they're like, okay, wow, I love what y'all are trying to do here. But we we can't do it for this much. Or or um, you know, uh yeah, we can't, we can't do it for this much. And so um, at that point, we begin to look at it and the, the term that comes to mind is value engineer. And yes. we hate to do that. And we hate to have that conversation. Um, you know, and, and if we have to do that, and we know that up front because of the budget, we can kind of maybe, uh, you know, handle it that way. But every once in a while, we have to do some value engineering. And, you know, Sandy, you made a, a great statement a minute ago, you said, you know, you know, we have, you know, different tiers of manufacturers of solutions. And if we can give you the one that we know is going to work phenomenally for you, man, that's what we're going to quote you. Um, there's some other ones maybe that, you know, work well, they don't give you all the same functionality, but it's going to meet your needs and it's pretty good. Um, and then there's other ones that are, you know, hey, this is going to get you through. This is going to get you what you need. Um, it's not right. great. It's not going to be the, it's not the Cadillac, right? It's not even the, the Ford, right? It's, but it's the, it's, you know, it's going to get you through. It's going to get you from point A to point B. Um, and, and so sometimes we, we can look at those options when we're providing that quote and we're value engineering a solution. Um, but sometimes we have to sit there and say, you know what, if we value engineer this any more than it already is, you're not going to be happy. Right. Um, have that not, honest conversation. 
And we're not going to be happy quoting it and providing it because, you know, what? in the end, we know you're not going to be getting what you want. We know that we are cutting corners to give you something, to give you some functionality. You know, it's that is a that is a hard thing to say sometimes because it may potentially mean that we're going to lose the business. Well, if, if and we say sometimes that. we've even discussed this. Sometimes we do have to walk away from someone who really does not appreciate the full value of the system and every time we have and they've installed something that is less adequate and doesn't work and you know fail failure points galore they always come back with that okay you were right but that's the piece we don't want people to have to do right. we don't want people to have to put in a system that is not going to function the way that they want it to function. Right. And so, so then what happens sometimes is we say, okay, if, if you want us to not value engineer this, then what is the function of this room that we're going to take away, but maybe have it to where we're going to add it later, you know? So, oh, okay, sure. you know, Hey, you love the design, you love where we're going with it, but you know what, we just got to drop the cost a few thousand more dollars, or we got to drop the cost, and, and we can't, you know, and we can only go so low, you know, um, with our with our margins and our, our team and everything else, and so uh, looking at that and saying, okay, we're going to have to maybe, you know, not use microphones, or we're going to, you know, have to integrate the, the video conferencing portion of this, you know, at a later date. Um, but we'll yeah, we leave actually, the infrastructure of something that's, that's right. there so we can add it later. But, you know, you, okay, what do we, what can we pull out that we can add back in later um, so that you're not, you know, uh, you know, getting a solution that you're not happy with. And we kind of call, a lot of times we'll call that phasing it in. Yeah. So we can phase in to maybe even parts of an existing system, the most needed component, which most of the time is audio. Definitely, mm -hmm. you know, failing audio that type of thing, and then go in and, you know, update the video components and maybe add the video conferencing piece. And as long as the infrastructure is there, which is usually the key component in the first phase, yes. And, you know, that works for some budgets. People can say, you know, I can, I, I'll do this this year, and then next year we'll add these other components. So that, it's actually a great uh, solution for clients. Right. Well, and I think the the you know coming sitting down with the client and and at the beginning of the whole process and understanding like i like i said earlier understanding the vision and the mission of the room that we are being asked to upgrade understanding what they want to do in that space is key because if i just walk in the room and the client says hey we want a display there a display there we want some microphones to be able to be recorded and maybe a camera and, you know, and that's it. They just, that's all they tell me. I can go and come up with, you know, like I said, a bunch of different options to give them that solution. But if I understand why they want a display on, on each wall and why they want to be recorded, then it's going to be a whole lot easier for, 